Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? TalkSTL.com real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from a radioactive bunker deep inside the bracket compound, this is Real Spoilers episode 336.5. Uh, if you're if you're asking yourself what in the hell that means, we're about to tell you. This is not a normal real spoilers where we talk about the movie of the week or the box office. We decided that it might be kind of neat in between the episodes to talk about the news, rumors, things that we used to talk about way back in the day but just don't have time for. So this is Kevin Brackett, and joining me is Joe Battisi. Hey, Joe. Hey, what's going on? Hey, not much. So uh, it's just two of us half, on this half one. Half of the real spoilers crew. <laughs> right. Halfway through the week, half of the crew. It makes that's sense. That's right. That's right. right? So, the other two have real jobs like let's be let's be serious that's what (laughs) that's the deal hey don't let the magic uh, out right (laughs) (laughs) we're just professional podcasters yes yeah are we because we're not getting paid oh is that what oh yeah that's the distinction (laughs) oh oh wait professional wrestling they get paid i thought they just did Uh, some some of them very well some of them not so well depending (laughs) on what organization you work for i thought it was just their love of the sport (laughs) the sport yeah is that yeah that's not Sports hmm. entertainment, Kevin. That's, uh... ah, so did, speaking of that, did you see what that porn star said? Have you seen this? <laughs> okay, well, welcome since to we're the getting, show. Since we're getting into it. Wow, no. She, what? So she, you know, Ronda Rousey's is the rumor is that she's making the jump. Is she's she's going to sign a deal? She's going to wrestle at WrestleMania. She's been training. That's documented. Okay. So this porn star Mia, I can't say her last name, uh, like dressed her down in a public forum about how wrestling is fake and she can't believe that Ronda Rousey is giving up her career for legitimate fighting into the uh, the world of professional wrestling. And she got destroyed on the internet, uh, uh, completely destroyed and not in a fun way. 
Uh, yeah, I probably would not take on professional wrestling fans. And, no, you know, no, it's like taking on it's like taking on a Star Trek fan. Like, there's no point. Yeah, there's so many people out there that love wrestling. So whether or not you like it, if you don't, don't watch it. But there's a ton of people that yeah. really enjoy it, and people know that it's entertainment more than the sports aspect. But I yes. think also the main thing is like obviously you understand is people that really love it can also respect how much work and dedication goes into it. Those people are on the road. 300 plus days a year beating up their bodies like yeah. if you those people are athletes and and talk about what about training and talk about oh. rehearsals and practices and uh and then there's the storyline aspect which i know yeah. a lot of people kind of compare it to soap operas in between all the it's wrestling a, it's a male but, soap opera it's but, like guys get hit in the head in the head with chairs well they don't do that anymore because of concussions but. yeah but there's writers and there's stories it's it's a complex beast so you know people talk about well oh wrestling is fake but movies are fake too so what is that? somebody says, uh, <laughs> people are fake. Pro wrestling is real. That's the, that's one of them. <laughs> that's somebody's t-shirt. I think <laughs> there you go. So anyway, well, uh, before we get into what are the main topic is we want to talk about today. The reason that we decided to do this was because, uh, Joe and I used to always like to talk about news, what's going on in the world, of entertainment rumors, all that good stuff. And we used to do another podcast for the website that I own review. Are, STL. are those even still up? Do those even still exist? I don't, I don't think so. I because hope not. That was, that was way before we had our current host. We now host on ACAST. Before that, we were somewhere yeah. else. And, it, you know, everything's changed over. And I don't think I took the handful of episodes we had and, and kept They're not them. good. So don't go look at them. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of fun, though. I bet you if we listen back to them, it would at least be good for a laugh, right? Yes. I think of, of – yeah. It's almost like looking back at, like, your high school pictures. You're like, oh, God. Yes. It would what, be, was I th- what was I thinking? Yes. 300 and some odd podcasts ago, it would be <laughs> awful. But yeah. but the main thing is that we used to on the Review STL podcast, not only would we do specialty episodes, instead of reviewing a movie, we would talk about something like best action movies or favorite director or whatever, favorite genre. And so we would do these specialty episodes and we would always start off with the news. And right. that's something that I know Joe misses. I miss it as well. We just don't have time to do it on Real Spoilers. So we thought, why don't we take the best of both worlds and in between episodes of Real Spoilers, if this is something that you guys actually want to listen to, we can talk about some of the news and maybe talk about what we're watching, just more of our personal stuff. You know, not not like we want to make 10-hour episodes, but just uh, <laughs> just to say, hey, Joe, what are you doing? What movie did you just watch? And then yeah. talk about what's going on. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, as fast as news is breaking uh, constantly from day to day, uh, I think some of our listeners, some of you fine listeners out there, would, wouldn't mind hearing what we think about certain things that are going on. Obviously, maybe not the... Uh, assault charges that are being filed every day, but maybe some of the of the lighter side of Hollywood, which nobody really gets to at this point, because yeah. it's constantly like, oh, here comes another. The guy that did supersize me just came out and said he assaulted somebody. You know, I so, didn't read the article, but I just was scrolling past some other stuff and I saw Morgan Spurlock. That's I'm, what his name. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm part of the problem. I'm part something. of the problem. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, another one bites the another dust. one. So this isn't a political show. This isn't nope. a, a legal show. You nope. know, go. Over to the legal zoom podcast for that and <laughs> find out what you can do in your business dealings but we're going to talk about movies and and uh, specifically today we're going to talk about movie studios uh, yeah. joe i don't know if you've heard of this studio called disney are you familiar with them uh i believe i mean they were popular back in the 1930s i know that <laughs> i think that's a fair assessment of yeah. the word. <laughs> well, well, Mickey Mouse was invented in the 20s, Steamboat Willie. So. Is that right? Was that yeah. in the 20s? 20s. 
Worst time when you need them. I know, right? But no, yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll fill in as a minor oh, Disney good, historian. Good. Uh, you know, that's about as old as I get as Disney knowledge. But <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, Mickey Mouse has been around since the 20s. He's almost 100 okay. years old, which is just Man, crazy, crazy, right? So uh, this little studio named Disney, they, of course, bought up Marvel. They bought yep. up Lucasfilm. And those yep. deals were valued at around $4 billion. Is so, that right? Yep, four Is billion. That what they sold them both for each. So you know, about eight billion dollars okay. changing hands okay. there. So uh, what about Disney today? Officially announced as buying yeah. Fox for fifty-two billion dollars. Fifty-two point four. Oh, I'm sorry. Every... Yeah, sorry. let's. I mean, if we're going to do this, Kevin, let's be accurate. You, but, you know, honestly, you know. though, honestly, if I if I had to choose between making another four hundred million or not, I would probably pay attention to that. So I apologize. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, but uh, this is a huge deal because you know not only are we talking about them buying up all these assets and owning some really huge movie properties, some really huge TV properties, but this of course means that they absorb those Marvel characters back into yeah. the fold. Finally, which is, finally, which is huge. And so we're going to get into that. But I wanted to run down the press release real quick and just kind of tell you and the listeners what this actually means. Okay. So, so Disney announced this today officially that uh, the headline is the Walt Disney Company to acquire 21st Century Fox after spinoff of certain businesses, meaning the sports stuff, for 52.4 Oh, is that billion. what the deal? Yeah. So Rupert Murdoch and the Fox people, they're going to keep the sports stuff. I think they have a revenue of somewhere around eight, eight and a half billion dollars which is okay. somewhere profit around two, two and a half. So they're making big money. So they just decided, well, the sports is where we want to focus. They're going to do that stuff. Uh, but Disney is acquiring. So interesting. It is. That, it, I, I feel like that's such a, like, where ESPN only really covers three sports for the most part. Like, they, they um, so they do football, obviously, because I think they, I think ESPN acquired the rights to Monday night football. Um, basketball and usually baseball fox on the other hand runs the gamut they have baseball uh i don't i don't know if they have i don't pay attention to football there's no football in our town anyway right so for those of you listening outside of st louis um but hockey for sure golf uh i think they've signed i think they're partners with the ufc i'm almost positive that's right um so we're espn focuses on the big three fox goes across the board so it's interesting that now disney owns the well disney owns one and fox refused to give disney the second like sports mecca i guess right well i mean that's the thing is that they still they still want to make money their board members their employees of course the 20th century fox and the television like those folks are going to have to transition right. over but the fox company uh, rupert murdoch and all those people over there they still want to own some kind of a businesses making money so i guess they didn't sure. want to to give up the sports part which is still very Did they give profitable. up the news organizations too uh no i'm sure fo- yeah disney's not buying fox news or anything <laughs> like that no <laughs> here's hoping yeah that- we just have mickey mouse on you know uh <laughs> Whatever that Bill O'Reilly show was. <laughs> you know I what I'm know. thinking is that uh, the Fox News now is just like, and now uh, the new Star Wars movie comes out in 364 <laughs> days. Uh, here's the and the countdown ticker is just until the, the next new, Star the Wars new, movie. They're counting down to the new director. <laughs> that's a- <laughs> Breaking news that's, on Fox News. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> but, you know, for people that maybe don't understand the whole business side of the television broadcasting, it's really interesting. So do you realize how much money Disney makes from its uh, its television networks? 
No. It's crazy. So this year in 2017, uh, they brought in from all their media networks $6.9 billion. Holy guacamole. Is that right? Yes. $6.9 billion. Uh, you know how much they made from their parks, their Disney parks? No. $3.7 billion? Their media accounts for almost double what all those huge theme parks that cost 100 bucks a day to go to make. Man, oh man. Yes. So that's that's the deal. You want to know how much they made from movies? Uh in the for 2017? Yeah, I guess. Compared yeah. to 7 million for media network, guess how much they made from movies? Uh I'm going to 7 million or 7 billion. Uh this is in the billions. Uh, okay. 7 billion. Uh and this is and this is their profit. I'm talking about how much profit sure, they sure, made. Sure. They bring in more revenue, but profit-wise, 7 billion profit from media networks. What do they make from movies? Oh man. I'm going to say 20 billion, 2.3. I like my number better. <laughs> but see, that's <laughs> that's the thing. That's what's so crazy is that people don't realize, you know, we see the advertising for Star Wars and for Marvel and for the Avengers and Black Panther. We see all these huge movies. They make a billion dollars. It seems like such a huge deal, right? And it is. They make a lot of money, but their media networks make seven compared to a little over Man, two. That's so that's why it's such a huge deal to buy things up like Fox television, because you've got all that advertising revenue from all those shows that Fox has. So you've got the Simpsons, which is the longest right. running television show. You've got, of course, family guy. And, uh, and then I'm sure they own all the old stuff like Futurama. I mean, they're buying up the company Fox television. So yeah. Anything. So what's interesting is now, they don't like Disney doesn't really have to pay for mar for marketing, right? So if they own the Fox network, if they own Disney, if they own ABC, right, they can run their their advertising basically for free. Isn't that interesting? For, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so I mean, any Star Wars ad, Marvel ad, uh, Disney film, any of that Disney, any of that Disney property properties can run for free basically, yeah. well, and people are going to pay them to advertise you know like right. Warner brothers is gonna have to pay disney to advertise during football games right. and things like that for you know as if the as if the dc movie stuff wasn't in trouble already <laughs> now they're gonna have to pay their competition to run ads for their movies that are gonna tank uh hey uh mickey is mickey there uh <laughs> right. i'd like to place a commercial this is uh bruce wayne uh, i'd like to <laughs> yeah i mean it's crazy to think about that they do they own abc they own i do they still own freeform do you know which was abc family uh yeah i'm pretty sure I they feel do like they still i mean that's part of this yeah because i think there's a there's a marvel show on freeform okay that makes sense then i think yeah. Well, well, so so they own ABC. They own Freeform, formerly ABC Family. They now are going to own Fox Television. They own the Disney Channel. They own Disney XD. They you know they own all those different sub channels they right. have. And so they don't own uh, NBC and they don't own CBS. But other do you than think that's even in the realm of possibility? Like, do you think either one of those companies would even consider selling to Disney? Like, do you think Disney could afford it, or do you think? I, um, I I mean I think uh, one of our listeners on the board said something about a congressional hearing, and I feel like if Disney were to go after either one of those, like that would trigger. Yeah, exactly. That's know. what I was thinking. So 
there are only I think it was Linnea Thunsell. Yeah, so there there are a lot of really big corporations that own a ton of smaller ones. So we just mentioned all of Disney's, which is the ABCs, ESPN, uh, then of course all their movie studio stuff. But you have like Comcast Universal, which is huge, which is their television stuff, their film stuff. But right. but that's actually owned by GE. So. They're not actually even the main company. It's, it's honestly, it's like a shell game. Like, honestly, that's what it is. Like you, if you think you like one company is not, a, it's a, when they do the jump up as to who owns what, it basically comes down to like five companies own the world. It basically. is. It is. Yeah. GE owns Comcast, NBC, Universal, and Focus Features. Uh, right. You have Disney owning the ABCs, the ESPNs, the Fox now. So do they get Fox Searchlight, I wonder? I yeah, guess they do. Absolutely. That's Yeah, that's okay. part of the studio side. Uh, Viacom is the MTVs, the Nick Juniors, BET, Country Music, Paraca- Paramount Pictures. Uh, remember when Viacom was a thing? Yeah, when MTV like, and Nick were huge. And Blockbuster. I think they owned Blockbuster at one point. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they don't put them on this Almost list anymore. Either. I don't know why. Block- I don't know why. That's it's, weird it's, Not like, a... it's like they lost everything <laughs> and then uh wb of course uh they own dc they also own cnn hbo time warner so they've got a, they're the other really big one and then uh cbs owns showtime smithsonian oh NF- is that right yep nfl.com uh 60 minutes and jeopardy so <laughs> why why did you throw that last one in case you're wondering uh you know because uh what is the owner of uh of jeopardy cbs yes uh so the big companies here they own all these little sub ones now i don't think that first of all you're right the the fcc would step in if they wanted to buy another or not considering they just dismantled net neutrality in (laughs) i don't the last I don't know, 30 um, minutes. Yeah, you know, we, we really don't have time to get into that, but rest in, rest in peace, the internet. Uh, that yeah, is goodbye. hopefully podcasts still are able to be streamed on your internet provider. If, yeah, if it's not, open. Yep, if not, I'm sure our uh, loyal fans will shell out the big bucks to to get our episodes, so, right? to put a paywall up. <laughs> Uh, but but uh, the the thing is is that that would definitely uh, spark some interest with the FCC saying, hey, wait a minute. If you control right. – there's only five companies out there. If you take another one of those companies and you control their 10 things they own, I think that's when you're going to start getting into trouble. And then the other thing is those companies have shareholders, and they, they can't just go around selling like – Every company can't just go around selling. Like they want to make money, and you're always going to make more money in the long run if you have this successful product. Sure, you could make a quick buck by selling your stock off, and and you know the shareholders will get their money from that. But right. he, these companies, they want to, their stock to go from a hundred to three hundred, and they want their share. Yeah, they don't want it to they, go up a couple bucks. Yeah, exactly. If if you know Disney in the last couple of weeks, their stocks went up a few bucks because of this talk of the merger. Like these companies eventually want their stock to go up $300. And then if you own right. $10 million, then you have 30 million. And you know, you, they want to make the big bucks. So I don't think that will happen, but no. he, here are a few other things that they acquired here before we get into the uh, comic book stuff, which is, I know sure. what Joe is foaming Chopping at the mouth at the bit, yeah, man. to get to, uh, but they are acquiring not only the film and the television studios, but that includes properties like X-Men Avatar, which Avatar is a huge one because I think James Cameron's making 14 more movies right now. Does that sound right? <laughs> I think that sounds about right. Yeah. But last I heard was 20, but maybe they've, they've no, realized they, they overshot. They reeled it in. They reeled it in. Did they? So, and he also got the, he is now in sole possession of the Terminator. He is. So that isn't owned by, uh, that's, who is that? Is that universal? 
I guess he owns it now, though. There is no one, right? Uh, So interesting. Now, maybe with his partnership with Disney, with Avatar, maybe he will take it and have whatever Fox or whatever they call this new company or uh, Disney Fox or, you know, like Disney Pixar. Maybe they'll keep Disney Fox. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. But uh, we could see it go there. Uh, Another one, the TV stuff. Think about, we mentioned The Simpsons. That's a huge money massive. That's a massive property. Gigantic. Uh, Family Guy is another one. Uh, think about all those uh, Seth MacFarlane shows. That's all now under the umbrella of Disney. What was that awful space show? Uh, oh, the- I think it, well, got, it got renewed. I think that no, uh, it did. Man, there's just there's just nothing nothing. They can't do anything. <laughs> but <laughs> so so they're getting a lot of stuff now. You might not know this, but guess who the majority uh, shareholder of Hulu is now? So. Yes, I do know that. Okay. Uh, only because I was in a conversation with uh, my friend Brian Spath, uh, that now I guess they own sixty percent. Yeah. So Fox was the majority shareholder. So Hulu, if you don't know, I think NBC. I feel like they're the ones that kind of really started it, and then all these other networks came on board and partnered up. So CBS owned part of it, Fox owned part of it. So I guess instead of licensing from all these different companies, they just said, "Hey, let's go and be partners." And uh, Fox was the majority, uh, or had the most shares, I should say. And uh, with ABC Disney's stake and Fox's, they are now majority shareholders. So they can. I'm guessing pretty much make most of the decisions. And what if they eventually turn Hulu into? So that was my question. Yeah. Do Disney. They, does Hulu turn into, you know, we've talked about this Disney streaming service. Uh, Disney has announced it. There's, there's been no information on it other than they wanted to do it. Does Hulu become that streaming service? Well, so the only thing I don't know all the financials of Hulu, so that that's the only thing I don't know about as far as you know. There's so many companies involved. I don't know what the money is that looks like coming in for their subscriptions plus ads or whatever they sell on there. Um, I don't know if it would make sense for Disney to turn Hulu into it if they're still making a ton of money from it or what the le- like the legalities are of that. Right. But, but what if they take Hulu and they take that program and they say, "Hey, we've already got this awesome website," and they put a, a Disney skin on it. And boom, they've yeah. got this awesome technology that Hulu and everybody's invested in. And basically, they've paid for Disney to have this technology at their disposal. So I wonder, the, you know, I, did, you, did you watch Silicon Valley? Uh, I, I didn't uh, catch yeah. up to it, but it's so good. But so it is good. good. Anyway, there's a, there's a plot line that I think runs throughout the second season about who owns uh, what type of uh, property, right? So mm-hmm. the guys on that show, they create this... Um, Music compression, right? It's a compression system that is like unlike anything ever. But they're saying that like there's the idea that they the intellectual property of Pied Piper may have been created on a uh, a corporation's computer, right? right? Right. So that that corporation may own the intellectual property of Pied. So I'm curious when you get down to that level as far as like uh programs and things like that if disney could still say like this is you know when they lay a disney skin over the hulu platform right can somebody come back and say ah, da, 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 like that's my intellectual property like well, that setup is mine but i guess if you own 60 percent of a company 
you don't really get to make that claim anymore. Well, that's the thing. So I don't know. We're going to have to go over to our friends, the Legal Zoom podcast again uh, <laughs> to go actually tackle that. But that got a little nerdy. I didn't mean to go that. No, nerdy. no. But the, it's a good question. And the thing is, there's so many lawyers and so many contracts involved. I don't know the answer. But my guess is that if you are a majority owner of a company and you have your company wants to use something from it, you probably have a pretty good say in what happens. So uh, right. if not, if nothing else, at least you have influence or maybe you get a big discount on whatever so uh what does that see are still using dos oh they... my gosh <laughs> i wonder if that had anything to do with them going under I was, no it was their sh- off see there you go kevin <laughs> yeah. i stopped myself uh <laughs> it was their awful business practices oh the programs on the computer wasn't the problem it was the uh hiring the person who put you know hollywood video out of business and 7-eleven into bankruptcy to run your company hmm, that's uh, an interesting resume to hire someone for <laughs> <laughs> when we saw that guy we're just like oh my god we're done that's oh, it goodness. game over game uh, over yeah i know that's what i was thinking today with the net neutrality repeal game over yeah. man game over yeah. so those are the properties it's a huge deal that uh, their film and television is going over to the house of mouse but uh, for the fans of all the superhero films and uh, for comic book lovers joe one of the biggest yeah. biggest out there this means that finally the x-men it means that all the mutants uh, there's there's deadpool you name it there's so many properties that are finally coming home and could be a part of the mcu so so why don't you yeah, tell it's, us it's what this massive. means? So uh, for those that don't know, back uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, Marvel was uh, in the pooper. They were struggling. They um, Most of their characters weren't characters you recognized anymore. Uh, Daredevil was wearing a suit of armor. Um, Captain America was – they did this Heroes Reborn thing where they kind of tried to – reboot their main characters but not all of them it was a big mess so what they started to do was sell off the main properties uh spider-man the x-men the incredible hulk the fantastic four all went instead of doing what they did now and built up their own studio they sold those properties off to other studios without really having any creative control over their properties. Now, it's you might say, oh my gosh, that was so stupid because look, now they can't use Spider-Man and they can't use X-Men yeah. and what a dumb move. But you have to remember that hindsight's twenty twenty. This company was going under. and They did what they had to do. And they Stan had to... Lee had, was trying to create movies out of his properties yes. for well, I mean, decades. He was trying to create movies back in the 70s. Yeah, it's like going that, on. That was always... Stan, as much as I uh, appreciate Stan Lee and I think that dude is a a legend, he – I don't think his heart was ever in comics as much as it was in Hollywood. So he's kind of a businessman that that cleaned up the comics uh, over yes. there at uh, yeah. Marvel. But uh, he, he was – He saved Marvel Comics. I mean he did that – he did a backup – I, I think it was uh, – it was either the – the Fantastic Four or the Amazing Spider, the Amazing Spider-Man backup. But his wife, who unfortunately passed away not too long ago, he was going to quit. He was going to walk away in the infamous story as she said, well, just do that one comic that you've wanted to do your entire life. If you're going to leave, do 
go out on that one and that one comic i'm almost positive was fantastic, the fantastic four one. it was yeah and uh, then and that you know, book if you there if you haven't read that book which was the un does the untold marvel untold uh the untold story of the marvel of marvel comics amazing they have so it's many people book. uh from over the years that worked for marvel uh and you get a really interesting uh look at stan lee because we see stan lee as the wisecracking old man with the cameos and yes he created a lot of this stuff he is so influential in comics but you also get to hear what he's like as a boss and it's very different it's than off. the public he's a, persona. He's a, he's, yes that is very it's very different very different so uh you know marvel the marvel movies start in 2000 in 1999 with blade not x-men blade uh love that movie. and what's that i love that movie blade's good it's great blade one and two are awesome blade three is a little wonky because it's written by that hack david goyer but oh. that's neat. he actually wrote the first one too Oh. But for whatever reason, he was less hacky then. Well, didn't he write the Nolan Batman movies too? He did. Yeah. Well, so, I I wonder how much Jonathan wrote. I mean, Nolan Batman. Movies. Yeah, definitely. He was a huge influence, obviously, and he's a great writer. Westworld's coming back in March 2018. So good, Such a great so show. good. But I mean, David Goyer had a pretty good career. It's just as <laughs> of as of late, I think that maybe he's getting blamed a lot for the newer DC stuff, which obviously is not doing him any favors. No, uh, I think he's I think he's involved. There's a new Superman prequel show coming to sci fi. Not about Superman. No, no, not about Jor-El, his father, okay. but about his grandfather. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's it's called Krypton and it has nothing to like. It's just a story. It's a show based on Krypton years upon years before it blows up. So and it's, that means no one will have powers. Correct. It'll be a drama. Uh, it like, will be like a, powers at all, like a political, like like a, oh, we're trying to pass the blah 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 act, yeah, and the sounds awful. And then uh, you know, I hope my son will grow up and be the chief science officer of this planet, <laughs> yeah, and, and I hope his son becomes the greatest <laughs> hero on Earth ever. Where's Earth? Nah, don't worry about it. Wow, he was very uh, clairvoyant and <laughs> very intuitive. Jeez, <laughs> uh, but uh, that's interesting. Have we ever heard about Jarrell's dad in the comics? Or? No, hell no. So this is no. just a thing they've made up, basically. Yeah, okay. yeah. They, I, I mean, I'm sure there might be some comics out there that go into his history, but for the most part, I don't even think we've gone back past where Jor-El gets blown up. So, <laughs> so what you're telling me is these are the fake made-up stories. These aren't yes. the real-life made-up stories. Are, no, these, these are, are non-canon. <laughs> okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, and Spider-Man took off. The X-Men took off. Uh, the Hulk did not. Uh, Ghost Rider... Um, the Fantastic Four, Blade, they had all of these properties that were just kind of floating around from studio to studio. Uh, and then Marvel decided to start making their own movies. And that's where we are today. And it's been a struggle. Uh, I think Marvel was forced to be super creative because they didn't have their big guns. They didn't have Spider-Man or uh, the Hulk or the X-Men who, I mean, I think to this day is still their number one selling book. Amazing Spider-Man might creep in there every once in a while, but the X-Men have consistently stayed at the top of their sales charts. Uh, even when they tried to get rid of the X-Men, uh, when they realized they weren't going to make, be able to make any money off the movies. Well, so think about this. So isn't it always what they say? The hungriest people are the ones that go out there and they, they get things done. So for example, the Harry Potter, JK Rowling, she was homeless and she yeah. wrote 
Harry Potter, and now she is worth billions upon billions. She owns a lot of the rights and and is still a big shareholder of all the stuff they do in the parks, of course, the movies, books, you name it, right? And so, and and you just talk about uh, Mark Zuckerberg being a kid that dropped out of college and making Facebook, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, all dropouts that that just wanted to do this thing in their garage and made these huge systems. And uh, you you think about uh, PayPal, Elon Musk, he he slept in his office, uh, like he, he hardly went home he slept under his desk created paypal and sold it for what a billion dollars to yahoo that dude is that dude is set yes they say so it's it's these hungry people that the ones that you know they they have to make do with what they have and that have this yearning to be bigger and to be successful and so not that marvel was and not that the studio didn't have anything to start with, but they didn't own these big properties like X-Men and Spider-Man. No, they had the B-Squad. They That's had, basically what it was. Yeah. Like those, those characters were the B-Squad. As weird as that is to say now, but Captain America and Iron Man and Thor were the B-Squad of heroes. Right? Like They weren't people recognize them but they weren't as recognizable as wolverine or spider-man and so they took those characters that were not considered the huge sellers in the comic book industry they made movies out of them and uh, kudos john favreau for really yeah, setting the tone sure. with iron man uh, that guy kicked it off and and uh, just did amazing amazing work that iron man movie is still one of the best marvel it's one films. of the it's, it's it's a perfect movie it like is. it's a perfect it's not just a superhero movie it's a perfect movie from start to finish i will fight anybody who says differently um it's fantastic so look what they did they turned things around and here we are now with avengers infinity war with what are there supposed to be like 90 characters in it or something insane yeah i think it's like 78 oh my gosh i think that was the number that i saw but it's only gonna get well we don't know what's gonna happen it could be down to seven come of uh avengers four right well you know well, so let's the, let's get back to what we're talking about with Fox, though. So, so yeah. we know where we are now, but we we got there without some of these huge characters. So, who are some of the characters that are going to be reacquiring with this deal? So, obviously, we're going to get back the Fantastic Four. So that's uh, Mister Fantastic, Sue Storm, uh, Johnny Storm, originally played by Chris Evans, your current Captain America, and Ben Grimm, the Thing. Now, what that also includes is you get the Silver Surfer. Uh, I believe you'll get Galactus. I believe you will get uh, Annihilus, who is a cosmic thing. Uh, now, um, I think Namor or the Submariner is still technically owned by Universal, but th- I don't. So that character is like tied into the Fantastic Four somehow. So I don't really know what the legal standard or what the legal bearing is on that character. Okay. Um, Doctor Doom will come back. Uh, da, da, da. I'm not a huge Fantastic Four guy, but I like those are the well, like, so those are the main that's a huge amount of them though. And yeah, so what about yeah. X Men? So obviously you'll get uh, all of the X Men. Every X Men the- character you've ever seen in the movies is now back under the Marvel banner. That obviously includes Wolverine. Uh, that includes Deadpool. That includes. Um, apocalypse like all of those massive characters we've seen in all of these movies now come back into the fold uh in the marvel universe yeah storm all so i was wondering they've obviously made some television shows that have some of these characters uh but i mean they haven't though like so the gifted show uh i think is all different it's all new characters okay um there's that show on freeform 
has some X-Men characters in it. What show is but that? Nobody I don't I have no idea what that even is. Yeah. I, oh, dang it. I can't remember what it's called. It's not Runaways, right? No, because that's, that's on, on Hulu. Hulu. Okay. But there's one on Freeform. I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Now, maybe I'm thinking of Runaways. Well, now they own FX and the one with uh, uh, Dan... Uh, what's his Legion, yeah, that's not, yeah, and uh, Stevens, yeah, Fox owns yeah. FX, so they'll require so that, yeah, that. That is that is an X Men character. Um, it, it's it's interesting. So there's always been uh, this Avengers versus X Men comic that I think was by Walt Simonson, and they've done it recently. Like I guarantee you, that is going to happen. Everyone is. That's what everyone's talking about. It's X Men. X Men versus Avengers. Like, how insane is that that we could actually see that now? Right. Right. So the question I have is though: is how do they bring them in? It's a great right? question because they've established their own universe, and and we there's been no talk of mutants whatsoever. Right. Ever. And look over on the Fox side where, yeah, you've got the Fantastic Four, which has failed a couple of times. Uh, you've got, I mean. Failed three times. Right. But the X-Men, uh, aside from Apocalypse, which still made money, even though it wasn't that great, they've built up a pretty solid universe. And so do they just, I mean, they've got a new movie that isn't even out yet. They've got two. They've got two new movies. So you're going to have X-Men Dark Phoenix, mm-hmm. and then you're going to have that new Mutants movie. Oh, right, right. And then. It's basically a horror movie from the looks of it. But I mean, that looks interesting enough. And Dead pool so you've got three Jeez, and so those are not a part of the mcu they're already they're already filmed uh i know that uh dark phoenix is already in post-production so the entire yep. thing's filmed that looks like garbage but all right <laughs> well yeah i'm i'm not a huge fan of the uh sansa stark being gene gray i'm just you know sophie turner doesn't all, do it for me i'm all right with that like i liked her scene at the end of what was that our awful movie apocalypse yeah it was fine, but it's also just like it's it's the it's the DC problem where they're rushing it. Sure, like you don't have to get to the Dark Phoenix in two movies. But what you, the problem they're going to run into is that so Dark Phoenix this is going to come out in 2018, I think towards the end of the year. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and so or maybe okay. it's summer, but it's it's sometime mid to late 2018, and so they can't really start pulling those characters away if they have something else coming out. I think that'd be too confusing to have two simultaneous versions, right? Uh, it would be very confusing because <laughs> he'd be like, "Oh, this is the Fox, uh, uh, Dark Phoenix saga," but that's different than whatever is on this mutant TV show, which is different yeah. than the MCU version of Jean Grey. That's like, I just, I feel like their hands are kind of tied because they have to finish out what they've already have going on before they can transition it. And then the question is, do they borrow anything? Do they merge the universes? Do they scrap the I Fox think stuff? Over. I think you let the Fox stuff go. Uh, and then you can start, you can announce your X-Men movie, whatever that is for 2019. But what about Deadpool? How can you scrap Deadpool, that? you let it go. You, uh, if they're smart, you don't touch Deadpool. Yeah. You let it be its thing. You can let it come out being rated R. I saw somewhere that it said it will likely be rated R. Well, it's like, you can't change that. The reason that movie worked as well as it did is because it was rated R. Sure. That movie does not work at PG-13. Yeah. I'm, it just won't. Uh, it will be a failure. So if they're smart – and that's the other question is you know, I, I, we, I messaged the group and said, does Touchstone still exist? And none of us think that it does. I don't think but so. But maybe, maybe there's a new imprint, a Marvel Max, if you will, where they can do rated R movies, rated R Marvel movies 
that aren't attached to the MCU. They can still, you know, those characters can come into the MCU. That's fine. But their solo movies can be rated R. There are plenty of Blade, Ghost Rider, um, Deadpool. All of those characters benefit from being allowed to go dark and being allowed to be violent and sometimes go. The Punisher is a prime example, which just got renewed for season two. Uh, if you haven't seen that show, it's fantastic. I haven't watched it yet. It's great. It's I, probably my favorite since Daredevil. I thought he was good in uh, Daredevil season two. I just haven't he started was great. yet. He was great. Okay. It's super violent. Like it's if you are a reader of the Garth Ennis Punisher stuff, that's what this is, and it's balls out violence. You know what? I just watched it again last night. Though is the Crow so good? It is. Talk about a comic movie that's violent. That uh, yeah, definitely is. But it's such a good movie. Uh, you know, I was talking with Katie, my wife, about it. We were watching it, and the the aesthetic. I think you know who Katie is at this point. Well, and if they jump into the uh, three thirty six point five, you know, but that's a random place to start. But that's well, fine. hey, it's point five. That's intriguing. Maybe they think it's just point five, and they're like, "Whoa, that's true." They're like, "Oh man, these guys are just starting. They're but, so they're so polished, right? Uh, yeah. They're so knowledgeable too. Jeez, these guys are great." But we're watching it, and it really reminded us, and you know, of the nineteen eighty nine Batman aesthetic, like. Katie said, uh, yeah, I could see that. I mean, it is. It's that same kind of like late eighties, early nineties, the dark. So you've got uh, dark city, which was also directed by also Proyas, Proyas, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so you're talking about that. Who also directed that awful. What was that Egypt. one that we did? Oh, yeah. We don't talk about that. We don't <laughs> talk about that. Uh, he directed I robot, which is probably his most commercial. That right? Yeah. That, uh, that wasn't bad. No. And it doesn't look like a Proyas movie. Right. So no, we talked about the dark. City. Well, I guess gods of Egypt doesn't either but no it does uh, not but definitely irobot very successful that was the height of will smith's career mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but uh you know that that movie though the crow has that dark aesthetic it's very similar to 89 batman and katie said oh this could have been directed by a tim burton and i'm like yeah it does look similar it looks a little bit similar it's not as um it's tim darker. burton definitely has an aesthetic yeah it's darker mm-hmm. and it's not as detailed like the crow yes. didn't have the budget of batman no. so you no. know they've got gotham city is pretty complex where the crow i'm not trying to knock it it looks great but they used oh a lot no of, it's de- it looks like a it looks like a miniature yeah it's it is they used uh models they used yes. yeah so it looks really good but they didn't build the whole thing where for batman if you see that behind the scenes stuff it's really cool you see like a picture of bob kane sitting on a bench in, in gotham and they built that whole cityscape around the studio which was really neat yeah no that's i I think uh we'll see what this new one looks like yeah starring aquaman and and like you know i I know people are poo-pooing on it already but what you need to realize is the brandon lee alex proyas crow uh is definitely taken from the comics like it's everything uh you would want there but they there's a lot that they've changed and a lot that they've left out so what I don't know what the director's name of this new one is, but he's saying like we're not remaking that movie. I think it's Russell we're just Crow. Doing, what's that? Russell Crow. It's Russell Crow. Is that right? <laughs> I think that's Cameron. Is that Crow. how the oh Cameron Crow? That's what it should be. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Cameron. Wait, not is James Cameron? Making... No, no, no. <laughs> I would see that movie too, though. Like, give me a James Cameron Crow movie. Five, that sounds amazing. Five hundred million dollar budget. <laughs> Like he actually built the Titanic and put it on a huge uh, water Correct. stage, right? Yeah, so like, and then he blew it up. Yeah, he's like, I'm he just gonna sure hit it with iceberg. <laughs> I'm gonna build uh. an entire city just from scratch, and I'm gonna have businesses. I'm gonna employ people around the city, 
we're going to actually have the city operating for a, a full five years beforehand, so it looks like it's lived yeah, in. Yeah, and then we're just going to knock it down. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's going to be – if you've ever read the graphic novel, it's uh, – a lot of the char- – like the, that Sarah character is in the comic for maybe five pages. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's stuff like that where they've they've taken some liberties. So I'm thinking this new version will be closer to the comic book version, which is way darker. Did you know you, uh, James Obar donated almost all his money from The Crow? The 94 Crow? From the movie? Yeah. He uh, he said that he what? was he was friends. He was friends with Brandon Lee from making the movie. Oh, sure, and he sure. said he didn't want to profit off of his friend's death. And he uh, he ended up donating most of it to charity. He's a weird dude, that James Obar. Yeah, we've met him. Yeah, we've met him. We've got some yeah. stories. <laughs> I think the word is, uh, are you going to buy something? Oh, my gosh. That's uh, what I was uh, – yeah, we yeah had, I am now. We, we had a nice conversation with the guy. He was friendly. We talked to him about The Crow at the time Jack Houston was going to be The Crow. Right, and right. I, I had interviewed Jack Houston, and I'm like, yeah, I like the guy. He's a good actor, and he was really on board with it. And then after we talked to him for a while, he asked us if we were going to buy something. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought a sketchbook because I felt like a dick. Oh, <laughs> I was like, man. yeah, I guess. But, uh, he saw, so he, I remember he, I had a, there was an image comic at one point that was based on that. And Todd McFarlane had drawn one of the covers and he, I had him sign it and he got pissed because McFarlane didn't draw the lips right. So he took a Sharpie and drew the lips over the cover the way they were supposed to be drawn. <laughs> he was like, damn it, Todd. And just kept drawing. I was like, oh, oh cool. that's funny. Thanks, buddy. So, uh, but yeah, so like they're getting all of the only major players they do not have the complete rights to at this point are I think it's the Hulk. I think there's some sort of universal deal uh, where he's not allowed to ha- they're not allowed to do a solo movie. Right. Uh, and Spider-Man. Uh, that's it. Everything else that they've sold off has come back into the fold. Uh, and to me, like this, this is a this could be the final nail in DC's coffin. If. If they don't figure it out, whatever that may be, whether it's, God forbid, Flashpoint again, um, this is it. Like this is – they are not going to be able to compete with Marvel. Uh, Here's your wrestling reference. Back when uh, the WWF at the time and the WCW were in – uh, embroiled in the Monday Night War, I remember there was after it was all said and done, they interviewed a bunch of people, and what the guys in the WWF said is, we just kept our head down. We knew we had better uh, athletes and we had better stories, but they were just so hot. But we just kept plugging along and didn't worry about what they were doing. And then after a while, like you know, we won. And that's kind of what DC needs to do is not worry about what Marvel is doing. Don't keep – there's no reason to try to catch up. Yeah, they, they need to innovate. They need to be their own thing. So instead of trying to be Marvel, they need to try to be DC and they, yeah. they need to figure out what that means. No, I agree what completely. What is a DC movie? Like Nolan set the tone for Batman. I know that Batman's darker, but you knew what you were getting with a Nolan Batman movie. It was its own thing. They weren't they weren't going, oh, Batman looks like blah, blah, blah. Like, Nolan made it. He established it. Three movies looked the same. That was Batman. Yeah. And yep. DC is just like, okay, we want to be Avengers. And that's Well, not- it's not just that. It's the, They have this idea that the Nolan stuff is uh, – like that's the end all be all it's all their characters and, right and it's like 
that's not the you know the the Batman stuff could look like that. But as we've said on real spoilers, one of the things that sets Marvel apart is none of their movies look the same. Yeah. You know, you have different creative teams on different movies and that's why it works. And then when those characters show up in other movies, you're like, oh, yeah, like, let's do that. So uh, absolutely. They need to they need to figure out how to establish their universe, establish their characters outside of their version of the Avengers, which is this Justice correct. League. And correct. they need to make it work so that when they do come together, just like Marvel did from all the way waiting from 2008 with Iron Man. And then what was it? 2012 was the first Avengers. Uh, that sound yeah. Like 2011, yeah, right. 2012. Right. Yeah. So they, they had their movies one a year and they did their solo stuff and they came together and we were all like, wow, we love these characters. We know their stories. Now look at them all together where DC on their second film was like, let's put three of the biggest heroes together. And, right. and, and, you know, and four, four heroes. Well, we'll show oh, you Aquaman. Yeah, we'll show well, you yeah. the flash, but the wonder woman, Batman, the Trinity, uh, if you will, they, they, they blew their wad on that and they didn't earn it. And that's the biggest problem. That was the problem is they, they jumped – they did one movie, literally one movie and then they started to want to bring in their Avengers. And like we said, Marvel did four before we even got to Avengers. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, so going back to the Fox thing before we close yeah. this out. So the funny thing is that you know they already owned Mar- uh, Marvel, which of course is owned by Disney, was at Universal Studios. So right. the only park that could have Marvel characters was Universal, or is Universal, I should say. So now that they bought Fox, they also own The Simpsons, and Universal Correct. has an entire Simpsons world. Oh. So, so Universal well, doesn't Dis- Disney have Avatar? Uh, Disney owns Avatar, so now they now they own that where they were just I guess licensing it before. So they've got that in their parks. But it's just funny to think of that Universal on either sides. You have Universal Studios with Simpsons World owned by Disney. You have Universal Islands of Adventure with Marvel Land owned by Disney. Right, okay. So they're in a Universal park making Man. money, and uh, they have the Hulk too. I don't know, like you said, if Universal owns the rights to that. I guess. I, I I don't know. Like I'm almost positive that they are not allowed. Like as as far as the Hulk goes, to make a solo Hulk movie. It's weird. I without, wonder how, why they can keep putting him in so many movies. Like, because he because he's in with other Marvel characters. Yeah, that's. I think that's the key. That's the key. I think that's why Tony Stark shows up at the end of the Incredible Hulk. Gotcha. So so they you know can I mean? so they can right. somehow cross pollinate there and make it for the legal reasons or something. Correct. Interesting. Correct. Well, this is a huge deal. This is massive. Deal. This is a historical deal. It's something like, I want to say there's 62, $63 billion worth of assets. And because yeah. Disney uh, took on their debt, there was like $10 billion in debt. So they bought, is that right. Yes. Oh, so, okay. so they bought the company for 52.4 billion in stock, but it's really a $60 billion deal with, with uh, the debt that they cancel out. So, it's just wow. crazy to think of that Disney is going to own not only the Disney stuff, of course, not only the Lucasfilm, not only the Marvel, but everything that Fox means that we've just talked about. It's yeah. it's unlike anything else. It's Animaniacs. <laughs> Tiny Toons. Isn't Animaniacs uh, Warner Brothers, though? No, I think it is. <laughs> but you know what? Disney's like, we want Animaniacs. We want it all. We're going to buy it all. Now, this is the only thing that I I wonder. I'm not talking about Time Warner. I'm not talking about NBC. I'm not talking about all that other stuff, but just DC. Is it possible someday, if DC keeps fledgling around, could 
Marvel and DC both be owned by Disney, and could they no. cross over? I honestly, I, I don't think that Disney, that Warner's would ever relinquish control Never. of DC. Okay, like because if they do that, they're going to relinquish their comics, right? And I and I don't think that will ever happen. Is the because com- Warner Brothers doesn't have a franchise? Well, do they? What do you mean? Like, I mean, they've got the Godzilla stuff. Yeah, that's. Not, I mean, all right, that's true, but. <laughs> They don't. I mean, I guess they have Harry Potter. Oh yeah, totally. But that's Fantastic it. Like, Beasts they don't... is the new franchise, right? Uh, but they don't have anything else besides that to quote unquote bank on. Well, the question is, Justice League didn't make money. They supposedly oh. lost two hundred million dollars. So good serves them right. But the question is, then, do they want to hold on to properties that they can't get right and lose money, or would they rather sell it for multiple billions of dollars and, and make that money and raise their stock? I honestly think, with the addition of Brian Bendis, we might be starting to see a shift of um, Marvel writers jumping ship, uh, which could mean something for their film division i'm speculating that's complete speculation but the fact that i think bendis has been their broverlord if you will um he's not a broverlord no he's not but i mean he's been their top guy he was their (laughs) top guy uh for like he was on the marvel knights that's where he started and then he's turned that in ultimate spider-man he was their top dog yeah. for a long, long time. You take that back. Uh, we do not want to say Michael Bendis is a broverlord. Brian Michael Bendis is not a broverlord. There's a very I'm specific. We know that That's Michael true. Bay. Michael Bay is the broverlord. Zack Snyder, Brett Ratner. They are under the broverlord, but Michael yes, Bay is correct. the head and only broverlord who commands <laughs> his his peons to do his bidding, and they, they report to him. So yes, we do want to clear yeah. all allegations. Yeah, a T-shirt from Real Spoilers coming at you in 2018. Yeah, they, the- hey, look out for t-shirts that's news you can't find anywhere else but on the point five right. episodes so right. you're getting the scoop right here all 12 of you they're listening yeah, hopefully we'll have them out by 28 <laughs> by the end of 2018 <laughs> so let's let's close this out I, there's one topic i want to discuss so we've talked about yeah. fox disney owns the world we it's going to be amazing so much to look forward to we just talked about dc we talked a little bit about batman so who Uh-oh. do who do you want cast as batman now that we are pretty sure okay. affleck is out Oh, we're not pretty sure. Affleck is out. Uh, that's that's uh, the word on the streets. Like he's going to yeah, be in he's Flash. Show up in Flashpoint, and then that's it. So who's your new I, Batman? So it depends on what bat what they're going to do, right? So if they're going to go and keep with the idea of an older Batman, I dig the idea of John Hamm. I would. Lo- I think that's a, that's a cool idea of an older Batman. I would love it, but I just don't see them starting a franchise, he, a new trilogy. As with much them. as I love that dude, and yeah. People are just kind of like, I don't know if he could pull it off. Go watch Baby Driver. Like, oh, there is a degree of intensity that John Hamm delivers in that that could be pretty epic. Go watch Mad Men. He, John Hamm could. Yeah, so that's, to me, that's the Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you could like, I, the, I mean, especially the Bruce Wayne say, alter ego, the, you know, the, uh, you know, party and drinking and, you know, the, the he would be a perfect public Bruce Wayne. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I think he has the physique, the build, the look to be Batman in that cowl, too. Uh, I could see. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, he's a little bit thin, but you could build that up in a suit. Yeah. Very easily. Um, Affleck's the same age and look how big Affleck is. So, Oh, that's true. But uh, OK, that's fair. Uh, I, you know, the, I, obviously I think I will always go with Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. <laughs> I'll cast that guy as anything. 
the other name that I don't think gets tossed around a lot is Fastbender. Oh, interesting. I haven't heard anyone mention Fastbender for Yeah, for I think Batman. Fastbender could be really good. And then obviously um, I'm kind of partial to Matt Blunt, Matt, uh, the guy from Burn Notice. Nope, the guy from... Uh, oh, Matthew Bomer. Matthew Bomer. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, uh, not Burn Notice. Uh, the... White, white collar, white collar. Yeah, white yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that he would make a great Superman, and I could see him as Batman. I, I maybe Bruce yeah, Wayne. I mean, that, that's kind of like a long shot. Yeah, but uh, God, he'd who's be a Marvel good, character if who now is now who's now owned by Disney? <laughs> if you know what, if there was a new Superman, though, I would still say that guy would be a great Superman. John Krasinski. Oh, a Superman? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Like he had his his look. He's he's got an interesting look. Okay. Um, it, I just watched uh, what was that movie where he is the he's in thirteen hours? the Benghazi movie. Yeah, yeah. Like he was awesome in that. You know what? And that's a Michael Bay movie. People oh, don't so realize that. Those painted game. Right. Well, yeah. I've talked about that one before on the show. Where it's it's not that it's a bad movie, but it's based on a true story. So I it, I find it hard to joke around about people that actually oh, sure. murdered someone. It's just yeah, that's fair. it's a weird thing. <laughs> but Michael Bay uh, directed Thirteen Hours, and I left that movie going, "Wow!" Like he can still yeah. do it if he tries. If he actually, if he's not yeah. being a complete hack, I I can see Krasinski in that. I I think that Krasinski has a lot of potential. He's the new Jack Ryan too, right? I'm looking forward to that show. I've seen some trailers for that. It looks pretty good. Okay. So Yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah, I think But yeah, I, I think overall I would say either uh Jill and Hall, if they're going younger, uh would be my my or Fastbender. Okay. Like those are the two that I think would And Fastbender needs a hit. Yeah, that's you know? true. After it's like Fastbender is such a good actor, but it's like all the art house stuff, he's been so yep. fantastic and he can't open a movie. Nope. Assassin's no, Creed, can't. The Snowman, uh, whatever. It's just like he's done a lot of art house stuff. We're even twelve years a slave. He's not the he's not the main character, but I think he got the supporting actor nom. Or, uh, or uh, yeah, I think you're right. I, the guy is a fantastic actor, and when he sticks with the art house, he's so good. And, and I like him as Magneto too. I know that uh, his Magneto's really good. That third one was a little wonky because he didn't he wasn't given a lot to do. Uh, but he was good in the man that X-Men first class. That dude was untouchable. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. He's so good. The, the, so good. the guy's good. And I would love to see him get a franchise, get a movie that's well-written, uh, I agree. well-made. Uh, you know what? I still think, I know this is a long shot. I know it will probably never happen, but what Christian about, <laughs> well, if, if he comes back, if they back up the dump truck of money, it'd be great to see Christian Bale, uh, say, Hey, uh, Christopher Nolan, be the new overlord, not bro overlord. No, Don't confuse no, no, because like, He's going to make everything look the same, and that's not – it's all going to have that Christopher Nolan aesthetic, and that's not what needs to happen. But he was dark you, for Batman, but he wasn't dark for everything. I mean he's made other movies that don't all look like Batman. I feel yeah, I guess that's He's true. a good enough filmmaker where I feel like he could do it. Uh, but what about Jonathan Nolan? He wrote the movies. And- oh, I'd be, I'd be on board with Jonathan Nolan and Jonathan. Like I'm – Five, sorry, like I'm a uh, freaking five. You made, so it so far. I made it so far. You made it so far without doing <laughs> so it. Far. You mean it, it to direct it or to write it? To, to run it. I'm talking I about mean, the DC universe. Who's going to run or, it? Or even let him like keep your universes separate, right? So keep your bat stuff separate from your super stuff, yeah. from your, you know. But you can't. Think, the end game is Justice League. That's Which is fine. You know. But then you get to Justice League and that's where all the fun happens. Yeah. 
you know. Well, uh, I would love to see Jonathan Nolan. Wouldn't that be cool? Because it's like yeah. Christopher Nolan's too busy. Let him be producer. Let him put some money into it. Let Jonathan run it. He's done it with Westworld. He's done it with his wife Lisa. There, uh, they right. they have a great. That first season was incredible. I can't wait for the second season. Let him run the DC Just, stuff. That's a while, right? Is that next year? Uh, March. Oh, is that right? For the new one, yeah. Okay, all right, I'm done with that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's interesting. And then my the last one, which I know this is never going to happen, and he's the same age as Affleck and all those guys, but Idris Elba. He's got the look, he's got the size, he's got the, the, the James Bond demeanor that Bruce if Wayne shares. you think shares. the internet went crazy when they cast Wonder Woman, imagine if they cast a black dude as Batman. Man, it's, you know, we're almost in 2018 here. He would be here. great. He would be yeah. wonderful. But it would break the, it literally would break the internet. Well, like, with net neutrality repealed, I, you know, yeah, a couple comments might break the internet at this point. That's true. That's a good point. I'm just saying, I make him James Bond or make him Bruce Wayne, but the guy. Or, how, or John Stewart. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's such an obvious that's choice to happen. It's like, that's the, yeah, it's so obvious. It, it's not even funny. If you're going to put him in a role like that, where, uh, you know, he can jump, jump over from the MCU. He's been Heimdale, which is a smaller role. I feel like he could easily get away from that. And, and, oh, sure. and for sure, you know, it's not like when we see Chris Evans, obviously he went from a worse movie to a better one. So it's okay. Yeah. But, but it's like, if you, you can't go from being Captain America to being Batman, that just wouldn't work, but you can go from being Heimdale to a green lantern. I don't think there'd be any problem crossing over there. No, Heimdall. Heimdall. Yeah. Not Heimdale. Ah, potato Heimdall. Anyway, we would love to hear your picks. Maybe there's someone for Batman we haven't talked about uh, that that would be great. So you can, of course, yeah. uh, join the League of Show Shares on Facebook. Uh, we have a huge community there that's only growing bigger, and we love to talk about movies, television, uh, wrestling from time to time. You know, yeah. like video, any and all. Yep, video games, you name it. So if it has to do with pop culture, entertainment, join the League of Show Shares. Talk to us there, and we want to hear who you want to be Batman. And of course. Uh, there's a big movie coming out so uh, by the time is there th- yeah coming out? well by the time this is posted star wars uh the last jedi oh it's the big one I, have, I'm, I guess i forgot to buy my tickets <laughs> you better hurry that up I, about that, that i bought two months ago <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> uh but uh you're gonna want to talk about that one and that will be one of the next episodes coming up on real spoilers so you have the shape of water and you have star yep. wars to look forward to next week that's so correct. I think we better wrap it up. Uh, Joe, why don't you tell everyone where you can be found on the internet? Yeah, you can follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S 21. And this is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. Of course, check out ReviewSTL.com that I mentioned earlier for the written reviews. And if you haven't gotten enough podcast action with the Real Spoilers feed, join Show Spoilers, where we talk about Game of Thrones and now Mr. Robot the season finale for season three was just last night, so we're going to be recording our finale discussion very soon on that one. So the the fun never ends with the Real Spoilers Network. Yeah, we're, we're, we're always around. We are, so you can't shake us sometimes. You, uh, <laughs> but uh, we appreciate you listening and uh, joining us for this specialty .5 episode, and uh, we want to hear your feedback. We want to know if you would like to have us do more of these, and uh, if you do, we'd love to, we'd love to do some more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let us know and we will 
since you know Kevin and I don't have real big boy jobs, uh, <laughs> we can record whenever we want. There you go, exactly. So yeah, it is not for lack of interest for the other two guys uh, not being on board. Uh, no, not at all. They are working during the day, and uh, I don't think their jobs would like it if they were like, "Hey, I have to go re- uh, record a movie news podcast." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'll be right back. Yeah. So most likely, uh, if we continue to do these, it will be me and Joe recording them in between episodes so again let us know what you think but uh, until next time subscribe to real spoilers Uh, we'll have the shape of water episode and last jedi on soon and if you like what we're doing here we'll see you for the next point five sounds good all right take care thanks for listening see you guys thank you we're the cantina band if you have any requests shout them out play that same song all right same song here we go Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.